Hey guys, it's Tim and this is Wrestling Unlimited as it's Friday and tonight was Friday Night Smackdown. Watch tonight's Friday Night Smackdown does go. I really appreciated all the things they did on tonight's show. That's a weird word to use. That's a weird word to use. And let me fix my camera. I bumped my desk. Oh, wrong way. And the opposite way I wanted. There we go. There we go. All right. We're good now. We're good now. As far as tonight's SmackDown does go, I thought it was a pretty good episode of SmackDown. I'm just going to say it. I kind of liked the end, but not a whole lot because I thought it could have been better. And then the whole Cody coming out and Sammy sneaking in. Like, we've seen that already. We've seen that already. But we got some good stuff on this show, like with Charlotte and Rhea. We had some good stuff with Dominic and Ray. And boy, don't even get me started. Why is Ray going into the Hall of Fame? Why is Ray Mysterio going into the Hall of Fame? And my, my, my camera's still not right. Kind of like sideways a little. Anyways, anyways, here we go. So why is Ray going into the Hall of Fame? That's my big question. Ray Mysterio going into the Hall of Fame is odd. Because it's like, is he retiring? Is this Dom match at WrestleMania his final? Is he ending it there? Is he just like, oh, I've wrestled my son. I'm done. I'm good to go. I don't know. That's the big shocker of the night is, what the hell is Ray doing going into the Hall of Fame this year? You know, I get it. They're in L.A., Two hours from San Diego, two and a half, depending on what part of LA and San Diego you go to. Maybe three with traffic. It, they're less than three hours from San Diego. Anyways, anyways. So it makes sense because when's the next time they're going to be in Southern California for a WrestleMania? But it's like, ugh. Oh, that's the wrong, that's the wrong sentiment. But it's like, oh, man, why is Ray going in? It makes no sense unless Ray is retiring at this year's WrestleMania, unless he's hanging it up. And maybe he is. We'll have to wait three weeks to find out. But with that, guys, I want to say thank you if you're watching live. Twitch.tv forward slash PW Unlimited. Or if you're watching or listening later, whether that's YouTube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Unlimited. Or podcast services all around the globe like Stitcher, Spotify, Google Pod, Apple Pod, Anchor, iHeartRadio, and so much more. Remember, if you're watching live on Twitch, you can help us out a couple of different ways. You can either help us out by hitting that donate button down below or by donating Twitch bits in the live chat. Also, remember, you can help us out by subscribing to the channel one of two different ways. You can either subscribe with a tiered subscription, or you can subscribe with Amazon Prime. Because remember, if you have Amazon Prime, then you have Prime Gaming. Prime Gaming gives you a lot of cool things like free games, free stuff for games, and they always give you one free subscription to any Twitch channel you want to subscribe to throughout the month. And I'd greatly appreciate it if you did right here, Pro Wrestling Unlimited. Also, remember, if you're watching on YouTube, you can become a channel member. As a channel member, you get early access to news, early access podcast episodes, early access non-news videos, and so much more. And finally, head over to the Epic Game Store. Head over to the Epic Game Store and buy something. Whether you're buying a new game, whether you're buying an old game, whether you're claiming one of the free games or getting bucks for Rocket League, Fortnite, Fall Guys, or Rumbleverse, use our code right here, PWUnlimited at checkout, and you will be supporting us at no extra cost. Remember, use code PWUNLIMITE at checkout, and you'll be supporting us at no extra cost. You getting into the new season of Fortnite that just dropped that looks super dope? Super dope? Well, use this code. Use this code right here to get in when you buy the Battle Pass. I did. You guys can too.
as far as, come on, off the screen. There we go. As far as SmackDown does go, it opened up with a just fantastic video package recapping the end of Monday's Raw with the Usos and Sami Zayn. And subsequently, Cody Rhodes coming out the very, very last second as well. But the way this thing was edited, where there was the drama of the match between Jimmy and Sammy, and they're going, bum, 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 and Sammy ends up winning. And then the music changes, and it's the emotion of Jay face-to-face with his brother for the first time since Elimination Chamber, Royal Rumble, a while, a while. And the music changes, and we're supposed to feel emotional, and I start to get emotional, and then... Jay leaves the ring and he goes over to Sammy and I choose you, I choose you, and they hug and all of a sudden, poof, all of a sudden, what we didn't see on Monday or most didn't notice was um, the camera caught Jay go like this to Jimmy, but not the camera they were on. So we may have seen it off in the distance, but we weren't supposed to just know it. And then super kick, holy schmoly. We then get the whole thing where they throw Sammy in the ring. They beat down Sammy. Cody comes and makes a save. But this video package, whoever edited this video package, give that motherfucker a raise. Give him a raise because that was great. Uh, Jordan, we've already talked about that on the channel multiple times. So the show opens up and we get the Usos showing up in the rain. They get out of their car and they're greeted by the tribal chief. They're like, hey, OG, OG, what's up? And Jay's just... Where's the tribal chief? And before he says anything, well, doesn't actually say anything, he just hugs Jay. And Jay's like, all right, cool. But when you find the tribal chief, tell him I'm looking for him. So my whole thought was, okay, Roman's going to be on the show. They advertised Roman for this show. And we got no Roman. They literally advertised Roman for this show. Like, we can go. Where is it? It's probably not up anymore. We'll be able to find it. Hold on. Look. Go to WWE.com. The main graphic for this show on WWE.com. Now. Is that not Roman Reigns? Is that not Roman God dang Reigns? And when you click into it, it says, Jay Uso returns home. It says, let me read it to you. This past Monday on Raw, Jay Uso stunned the WWE Universe when he returned to hit a super kick on Sami Zayn before leading to a vicious three-on-one attack on the one-time honorary Uso alongside his brother Jimmy Uso and Solo Sokoa. Now main event, Jay, is coming home to SmackDown. Will he be granted with rousing fanfare by undisputed WWE Champion Roman Reigns? Right there. Will he be granted with fanfare by Roman Reigns? So is that saying, is Roman on the show or not? We don't know. After weeks of Jay being absent from the bloodline, the head of the table made it clear last week that this time, or that made it clear last week that time is running out. Even saying that if Jay didn't return to SmackDown tonight, Reigns was going to blame Jimmy. Now that Jay has picked a side, he will be welcomed back into the bloodline. Find out more tonight. Like That really makes me think, okay, Roman was supposed to be on the show. Roman, is he going to be accepted and greeted with fanfare by the tribal chief? But no tribal chief. No tribal chief. What the hell? You know, advertise Roman and give us no Roman. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. 
anyways, anyways, anyways. So he basically just told Heyman, hey, when you when you see the tribal chief, let them know I'm here. Again, making me think Roman's there and they were gonna speak. So regardless. They then tell us that a six-man tag team match between Legado Del Fantasma and Judgment Day will be taking place tonight. Viking Raiders will take on Braun Strowman and Ricochet, and then we get the big match. Well, actually, first, Kayla Braxton approaches um, Paul Heyman. No, Jey Uso, and that's why he turned on Sami Zayn. He said, don't worry, I'm going to address all of that later tonight. Jimmy then told her, ask Code Rhodes why he's getting involved in our business. So we then have the five-way for the shot at the Intercontinental Championship at WrestleMania. It was Drew McIntyre, Sheamus, Karrion Cross, LA Knight, and Xavier Woods. And they did what was called a controversial finish. Which they might do again next week. Anyways, Cross and Knight worked together early. And Drew and Sheamus even went face-to-face -face briefly early on. As they argued, LA Knight and Karrion Cross, well, they jumped them from behind. Um, Cross and Knight worked on for Woods for a little while. Remember, Woods is filling in for Kofi, who's dealing with an ankle injury. Sheamus then pulled Knight out of the ring, but Cross came to the rescue. They worked together to take out McIntyre and Sheamus at ringside. McIntyre then fired up and took down the heels. Knight and Cross took out McIntyre again. That was followed up by Sheamus, who caught them off guard with a flying crossbody. Cross then caught Sheamus in a half crab as Knight hit a neckbreaker on McIntyre. Cross then broke up Knight's pin attempt, ending their alliance. Knight and Cross then turned on each other going at it. The door then opened for Woods to run wild. He then hit the flying elbow on Knight, but everyone broke up his pin attempt, like everybody. Uh, as they cut to a commercial break, Gunther and Imperium walked out on the stage to get a closer little look at the festivities going on in the ring. Cross then caught McIntyre after the break in a tree of woe and climbed to the top. As Knight leapt up and hit a super kick on Cross. McIntyre caught Knight with a German suplex. Knight was firmly, or McIntyre was firmly in control, but Knight quickly took over. Sheamus then recovered and hit a slam on Knight. He then hit a 10 beats of the Baudrin on Woods, Cross, and Knight, never hitting it on Drew. Sheamus then went for a bro kick on Knight, but McIntyre cut him off. They did a controversial finish where Sheamus hit a bro kick on Woods and McIntyre hit a, a Claymore on Knight and then they went for the pin at the same time. The exact same time. One, two, three. Crowd starts chanting, triple threat, triple threat, triple threat. But neither guy seem uh, happy with the finish. We get a little arguing here between um, Sheamus and um, Drew McIntyre. Give me one second to respond to a message. So, go to the back. Kayla Braxton interviews Paul Heyman. She wanted insight into Jey Uso's decision to turn on Sami Zayn. Heyman wasn't listening because he was distracted by Cody Rhodes. Rhodes was the only person he wanted to avoid standing across the ring from Roman Reigns. He's like, yeah, me and Roman, we talk. Whenever the challenger, we say, do we want to be like gangsters and get in their mind? Or do we want to play it cool and be very nice to them? Well, Cody Rhodes is somebody I never wanted to be standing across from us. He said, they're going to make Cody confront the truth and his past. After Rhodes loses the WrestleMania, he has to pick up, 
They pick the time and place to acknowledge the tribal chief, tribal chief truthfully. So Drew McIntyre and Sheamus are arguing in the back. They're like, oh, I should be the winner. No, I should be the winner. Oh, I should be the winner. And yeah, they keep yelling at each other. Give me one second. Um, <clears throat> so they tell us right before we go to break here, they say, next up, we will announce the first inductee into the WWE Hall of Fame class of 2023. We then come back. Michael Cole and Wade Barrett are talking about the Hall of Fame. They're like, night before WrestleMania and this and that and blah, blah, blah. And then they say, and now, the first inductee into the 2023 Hall of Fame class. And I'm thinking, it's either Batista or Great Muda. Batista's name has been swirling around. They're in L.A., Hollywood guy. But... All day, they've been doing the, or there's been rumors and reports of Great Muda's going in, Great Muda's going in. And then all of a sudden we hear, and we see the masks. And I'm like, Ray's mask. No, 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 that's not a Muda mask. That's not a Muda mask. Oh my God, Ray is going into the Hall of Fame. What is going on? I'm like so baffled. I'm still baffled. And they're like, oh, yeah, Rey Mysterio is going into the WWE Hall of Fame. Huh? Beth Urban then says, Ladies and gentlemen, the first inductee into the WWE Hall of Fame class of 2023, Rey Mysterio. And Rey makes his way down to the ring, takes his time, and the crowd starts chanting, You deserve it. Before Mysterio can even say anything, as he's got a mic in his hand, out would come Dom in the Judgment Day, though. Dominic couldn't believe that Ray was being honored like this. He said, all the birthdays and holidays that you missed doesn't make you a Hall of Famer. It doesn't make you a, give you a Hall of Fame career. Dominic then noted that Ray Ripley's right. I should be ashamed to be your son. This would then lead to the Legado del Fantasma making their way out to the ring as well. Escobar said, hey, don't disrespect your father. He said, Ray, might let things go. But I don't. Supposed to have a six-man tag later on tonight. But screw later on tonight. Let's do it right now. We did get Judgment Day versus Legado del Fantasma. Match went just a little over nine minutes. I really liked it. I really liked it. So, it worked a fast pace. And everybody worked very hard. You could tell they were trying their damnedest. Even the people at ringside. Zelina Vega, Rey Mysterio, and Rhea Ripley all somehow played a part in this as well. The Judgment Day was firmly in control early as they isolated Cruz del Toro on their side of the ring. The faces recovered and worked together to cut Balor off from his corner. Priest then rocked del Toro to regain control. The heels beat down wild on their side of the ring and knocked Escobar and del Toro off the apron. After a commercial break, Escobar ran wild on Judgment Day. Wild, then avoided Priest and caught him in a dropkick. Escobar and del Toro hit a double suicide dives on Balor and Priest at ringside. 
Zelina Vega then tried to jump off the steel steps and give a Hurricane Rana to Rhea Ripley when Ripley would catch her and instead throw her into Escobar and Wild. Ray then got in Rhea's face, and this led to Dom hitting a sliding drop kick, or a baseball slide, if you want to call it, basement drop kick. There's multiple different names for this move. On Ray at the uh, on, on Ray at ringside, he then kind of healed it up a little bit before Del Toro had Dominic basically beaten with a roll-up. The referee got distracted by Ray trying to jump in, which I don't understand this. This made no sense. If Cruz Del Toro has the pin on Dom and Ray at the same time doesn't want to touch Dom, why is Ray getting involved? Why is Ray jumping in and distracting the referee? This right here didn't make sense to me because Ray's whole thing is I won't touch my son. I won't fight my son. I won't lay hands on my son. So why were you jumping in the ring when Dom acts? Not accidentally, he did it on purpose. When Dom drop kicks, basement slides Ray, Ray should have just, why'd you do that? Why'd you do that? Not jump in and want to go fight Dom. When moments later, it's, I won't touch you. I don't want to fight you. So that was a little weird. But this then lead to, this did lead to Priest jumping in and kicking the head off of Del Toro, allowing Dominic to get the pinfall victory. So after the match, Dominic gets on the mic and he's like, hey, can you, can you guys just give me the ring? I'll be good. I'll be good. I just want to speak man-to-man, face-to-face, one-on-one with my dad. I want to speak with El Jefe. Jefe, get in the ring. One, let's go. I want to speak to you. Dominic's like, I still can't believe they're putting you in the Hall of Fame. The only Hall of Fame that you belong into is the Hall of Fame of deadbeat dads. In the end, Eddie should have been my father. Dominic then adds, uh, Dominic then, or Ray then tells Dominic, take that back. You don't believe, you don't, you don't, you don't mean that. Dominic says, hit me. You know you want to do it. Hit me. Ray's like, no, I won't. Dominic then charged at Ray, but then moved and fell out of the ring. Ray still won't fight Dom. Dom kept yelling at Ray, calling him a coward and saying, why won't you fight me? And this and that. And I liked this angle at the end. I really, really liked it. But it's like, how much more can we really stretch it out that Ray won't touch him? That Ray won't agree to fight him? Got three weeks till Mania, so... Three weeks. Charlotte Flair then approached Adam Pierce and was like, hey, I have a match. I'm on the road to WrestleMania. I need a little warm-up. He's like, you want to fight tonight? And she's like, yeah. He's like, all right, I'll find somebody. Next up, we had an 11-minute match. It was the Viking Raiders against Ricochet and Braun Strowman. The match was all right. I mean, it had a weird finish. But the match itself was pretty good. It wasn't bad. Ricochet avoided a splash early from Ivar, allowing Braun Strowman to send Ivar and Eric to ringside. Strowman then launched Ricochet onto the Raiders as they cut to break. The Viking Raiders were firmly in control as they isolated Ricochet on their side of the ring. Ricochet then lost the slugfest with Eric, who knocked him out. Eric then got in Strowman's face with Ivar's help. Eric then knocked Strowman off the apron. Ivar then hit her running crossbody and a splash against the barricade. Eric then had Ricochet kind of in a pinning attempt, and Ricochet knocked, uh, no, Eric and Ricochet went back and forth with pinning attempts, and Ricochet at one point knocked Ivar off the apron, allowing Eric to hit a sit-up powerbomb for a near-fall victory, almost victory. Ricochet then fought back, and Strowman got the hot tag. He then ran wild for a little while on the Viking Raiders, and he sent them both to ringside. Strowman then tagged Ricochet, who ran over Ivar. He then went shoulder, uh, he went, went shoulder first into Eric with a shoulder tackle, but the Valhalla Pushed him out of the way. Strowman then crashed into the announce table, and Valhalla caused a distraction. 
Ricochet at one point missed a 450, allowing Ivar to hit a spinning heel kick. He then follows up with a spinning, uh, flying splash and picked up the victory. For some reason, Michael Cole said it looked like Ricochet was in a trance from Valhalla. Like she put him in some sort of a, on a, put a spell on him or something. I don't know. From the back, Imperium spoke with Adam Pierce. Gunther noted that there should not, there should only be one challenger for the title at WrestleMania. Pierce agreed and said that's why next week, Drew McIntyre and Sheamus will fight and the winner gets you at WrestleMania. One-on-one next week, and then one-on-one with you at WrestleMania. Been an eight-and-a-half-minute match next. It was Charlotte Flair against Shotzi in a non-title match. I felt like they dragged this out a little bit, to be honest. So, Flair and Shotzi shook hands and bumped fists before they locked up. Flair took out Shotzi with a shoulder tackle, and Shotzi briefly fought back as Flair rocked her with a big boot. Flair went for the figure four leg lock, but Rhea Ripley's music would hit. Ripley walked out and caused a slight distraction, allowing Shotzi to use a small package to get a near fall on Flair. After a commercial break, Ripley watched from ringside. Shotzi gained control with the top rope Hurricane Rana. Flair then rocked Shotzi with a series of chops, and she followed this up with a fallaway slam and a spear. Flair locked on the figure eight and picked up the victory. So after the match, Flair called, or Ripley gets in the ring, and Flair calls her a kid. She goes, What's on your mind, kid? What's going on, kid? Something like that. Uh, Ripley promised to take one thing that is the most important to Charlotte, and that's her title. She vowed to become the new SmackDown Women's Champion as the crowd, for some reason, is giving her a what treatment. They're like, what? 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 Regardless of it, I think Rhea did a good job ignoring it, but it kind of hurt the segment a little bit, to be honest. It really did. The crowd hurt the segment. Flair at one point then said she will outwork any male or female on this roster or in this business. Flair noted that Ripley could tear anybody apart except for her. So basically she's like, see you at Mania. She called her kid, even though she's only 10 years younger than her. So I guess maybe you could say kid. Ripley's 26, Charlotte's 36. So then we had the main event segment. It was the Usos coming out. It good, but not great because it's like we've seen this kind of thing already. Give me something different. We got three weeks till WrestleMania. Yeah, we got Cody. We got the Roller Coaster, but no Roman. You would think Roman would be on every week for the last month leading to Mania, but no. Papa Chief said, I'm going to stay home. So recap, Jay returning to the bloodline this past Monday and all that stuff. And then Jay began addressing the big question of the week when the fans broke into a loud Sammy chant. Everyone keeps asking, why did you betray Sammy Zayn? Jay said, well, it's all about family. Helping out family. You help family when they're in a tough time, no matter what. No matter what you believe, you stick with family. Jay says he turned on Sammy because Sammy, or because he had to. That Jimmy's his brother, his twin, he will never go against his twin. He has to look out for him as Jimmy will look out for him. Fans broke out into a Sammy's family. Sammy's family chant. Jay said that the bloodline's problems, they're all to blame on Sammy Zayn. Jimmy then took the mic and claimed that they solved the Sammy Zayn problem. Now they only got one more problem to deal with, and that's the Cody Rhodes problem. And I go, no, you don't. What? Huh? We're just going to. Forget about KO. What about the KO problem, Jimmy? This is when Cody's music would hit. Rose would walk out and noted that he 
kept hearing his name. And the fans broke out into a Cody chant. Yeah, the fans, they don't want to listen to you guys talk. They probably just want to see us fight. Jimmy promised to injure him. Just like they injured Sami Zayn. All of a sudden, well, Sami would jump in the ring wearing his black hoodie and attack. Um, He tackled Jay and a brawl broke out. Rhodes and Zayn then fought the Usos off all around ringside and back in the ring. No solo either. No solo either. Rhodes and Zayn then cleared the ring and they celebrated together as the show went off the air. Basically, Rhodes raised Sammy's hand as the officials held back the Usos. It was, like, it was a good segment, but it felt a little cold as far as we've seen all this. Who, who cares? No KO to build up whatever that's going to be. They're dismissing Kevin Owens entirely, actually. And no Roman to build up Sammy or Roman and, and Cody. Like, if you're going to build up Roman and Cody for the title, why isn't Roman there? Why is the why are the Usos there? It's just it's a little baffling that we're building up this big ass WrestleMania match, this main event for night two, supposedly night two. Yet your world champion can't even be there. Three weeks out. Now I get it if it's six weeks out, maybe we don't need Roman yet. But when you're fourth, we're three or four weeks out, he needs to be there every goddamn week. Just saying. But with that, that is everything that did take place tonight on Friday Night SmackDown. Overall, a good show, but some questionable things. Some interesting, like, oh, why'd they do that? Why'd that happen? And I'm ah, not a big fan of that. But with that, you know what I thought of the show. Now it's time to hear what you guys thought of tonight's SmackDown. Get the polls right here. Let's refresh all of these really quickly. So as far as the Twitter poll does go, if it'll load. Uh, nope. Here we go. Twitter poll. 56% liked the show. 35% thought it was just all right. And 8% did not like it. Or as the YouTube community poll does go. 75% liked the show. 19% thought it was just all right. And 7% did not like it. In the comments here. This person says, great show. All matches were good. Except the tag match. Didn't like the LA Knight. The LA Knight took the... What? The tag match? Didn't like the LA Knight took the pin. What? What are you talking about, brother? Well, two people had to take the pin. And they weren't going to pin Cross. First says, I loved it. First said, 8 out of 10. And I thought, uh, and this other person says, thought it was a great episode. As far as the YouTube live poll does go, let's end that one right here. Uh, Twitch poll, 100% liked the show. And the YouTube live poll, 75% liked it, 21% thought it was just all right, and 3% did not like SmackDown. With that, guys, there we go. That is Friday Night SmackDown. Overall, a good show. Wouldn't call it great, though. Wouldn't call it great. So with that, guys, I want to say thank you for joining me here. Twitch.tv forward slash PWUnlimited or YouTube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Unlimited or podcast services all around the globe like Stitcher, Spotify, Google Pod, Apple Pod, Anchor, iHeartRadio, and so much more. Remember, we will be back Monday. May not be live Monday with a wrap-up, maybe doing something different, but we will be live Monday evening for Monday Night Raw. With that, guys, have a great rest of your weekend. See you next time. Have a good one, guys.